Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Blunningham, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 5th of October. Today, Ben Simmons back on court, the Queensland Firebirds' regretful list management decision, and Tim Payne returns to the crease and to the bookstore. But first... The Essendon Bombers were founded in 1872. They jointly hold the record for the most AFL-slash-VFL premierships and they have almost 80,000 members. But my God, are they making some dumb decisions lately. The Essendon Football Club is in turmoil again tonight with its new CEO forced out in the face of a homophobic and anti-abortion storm. Yes, the club who ended up sacking coach Ben Rutten after a failed 11th hour attempt to sign Alastair Clarkson in the final rounds of the season yesterday had to suffer the embarrassment of their newly appointed CEO Andrew Thornburn resigning just 30 hours after being appointed to the role after he refused to step down as chairman of a Melbourne church with, hmm, let's call them prehistoric views of the world. Bunch of old know-nothing dinosaurs. Bombers Club president David Barham, who himself only became appointed to his current role in August this year, was forced to front the media yesterday to explain the sudden departure. It became really clear that Andrew couldn't be um, chairman of the church with those views and CEO of the Essendon Football Club. So in the end, uh, Andrew decided that that, um, he would stay with his church and he couldn't be CEO. And while Essendon has managed to land Brad Scott as its coach for the upcoming season, pressure is now growing on Barham himself given the rocky start to his tenure as Bombers president. I think I've got the right attitude and I think I've got the right desire for what it's got to be. And this club needed a shake-up and a reset. So I still think we've secured secured a pretty good coach. Board strong. Fine. Well, Dave, I hate to pile on more pain, but you know how they say bad things come in threes? Here's the kicker. What can you tell us about Anthony McDonald tipping Rudy in a potential return to the game? He has had a, a very brief informal chat to Frio through a couple of existing relationships there. Bombers cult figure Anthony McDonald Tippenwoody, who retired earlier this year, is considering a return to the game as manager Scott Lucas confirmed to AFL Trade Radio. But it sounds like instead of donning the red sash of the Bombers, he'll be joining the Purple Army of the Freo Dockers. What six foot ten earns $30 million a year and hasn't taken to the basketball court in over 450 days? Simmons the flush in transition. Ben is back. After almost a year and a half out of the game, Ben Simmons finally made his debut for the Brooklyn Nets after his much-publicised move from the Philadelphia 76ers last season in a trade that involved former league MVP James Harden. And you'll never guess who was waiting for Simmons in his first game back. Philadelphia? That's right. And while the 76ers got the chocolates in their pre-season game, running out 127 to 108 winners, the real winner on the day was the game of basketball, which finally got to witness the Nets' holy trinity of Ben Simmons on court with fellow All-Stars Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Oh, nice look, Durant to Simmons on the flush. The three stars played 19 minutes together and Irving was excited about the improvement that's ahead of his Aussie teammate. And I was telling him at halftime, you know, when you're playing with some high-level players, you know, despite what you heard, like, we're going to make the game easy for you. And... Uh, He's going to love playing with us. He's going to love getting up and down the floor with us. Um, But for him to be out there for his first day and for us to experience it with him uh, is something that we can remember for the rest of the season and something that we got through. You know, this was day one. Um, 
highly anticipated. Uh, glad it, it went, uh, you know, his way tonight on, on some easy baskets, and he made some great plays. But what did the man himself make of his performance? You know, I'm grateful just to be able to step on the NBA floor again, so I had a lot of fun out there. And I'm sure that the Nets are happy you had fun, Ben. Now, I imagine they'd probably like to see some return on their $170 million investment. Pop quiz. What are two words that will send joy into the hearts of many and simultaneously turn the netball world on its head? I'm pregnant. Yep. Gretel Boeta, arguably the most dominant netballer on the planet, goal attack for both the Queensland Firebirds and the Aussie national team, has shared the exciting news that she is expecting her second child. I had a think with Nico and... Um... Oh, it was just—it was just too hard to know whether I could go out there and play like Gretel, or um, if I went into protection mode. And I think naturally, I just um, wanted to stop and, and make sure my baby was safe. But Boyd's gain is netball Australia's loss, as she'll miss the upcoming international series against New Zealand and England, as well as sitting out all of next year's Suncorp Super Netball season for the Queensland Firebirds. Lucky for the Firebirds, they've got a ready-made replacement for Gretel in the form of sharpshooter and league legend Romelda Aiken-George. She's gone. Ah, uh, yeah, because actually Aiken-George walked out on the Firebirds to join arch-rivals the New South Wales Swifts after the Firebirds didn't offer her a new contract after she missed most of the recent season to, you guessed it, have a baby. Well, this is awkward. Here's hoping the Firebirds have learnt from their lesson and don't make the same mistake when Buedes ready to return to the court. Hey, remember this guy? Magnificent innings from Tim Payne. Acknowledges his Tasmanian teammates in the Players' Pavilion. Tim Payne, one-time captain of the Australian Test side, who's been hiding from the cricketing world for just under a year after stepping down from the role of a sexting scandal at the end of 2021. But Payne is ready to return. Well, it's a comeback of sorts, but it's also a debut. Because as well as striding out for Tasmania in tomorrow's Sheffield Shield match against Queensland, Payne is preparing to drop his tell-all autobiography titled Tim Payne, The Price Paid, a story of life, cricket and lessons learned. That's a terrific title. (laughs) I wonder if it's a picture book. But while the book isn't set to hit shelves until later this month, Payne's journey back to the summit of cricket begins tomorrow at Allen Border Field in Brisbane. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.